The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. The podcast where we talk shit about NRL players and say how crap they are at scoring points for our teams. As always, it's Nick Callum and Riley. Boys, did I sum that up all right? Definitely, mate. It's good. Another week down. How are we? <laughs> Better than oh, you, <laughs> Oi, oi. Yeah, that's that's not, not far off at Riles, I tell you. There's a couple of players that I'm a little bit annoyed about, but fun and games of NRL fantasy. Let's go, that's, baby. That's right, baby. All right, so this episode, it's the round 14 review going into round 15. And um, Nick, let's start off with your team's performance, mate. How'd you go? Uh, I think I got 905, uh, unless I got an update. So not too bad. 908, sorry, 908. Um, yeah, I had a loss though in our head-to-head league. Unfortunately, I uh, I would have won if I either captain Nathan Cleary instead of Nico Hines, or I didn't have Jackson Hastings in my scoring and had someone like Savage or someone in my emergencies or Karaz, as we all know, <laughs> got seventy-three. He was in my emergency. So anyway, my rank now went slightly back to five thousand two hundred and fifty-eight. So not too bad. Uh, couple of problems in my team still but not you know not not horrific all right uh cal let's go over to you 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 did well this week yeah mate uh, 955 was my overall score in the end so not too bad yeah. um had a had a nice win in the head-to-head league came right down to the wire in the last game and i needed players to perform and matt burden 84 love to see it he did well for me uh, maxi boy king 60 just keeps plotting along um yeah, Karaz, I had him in my emergencies. I had Ezra Mann, 45, Karaz, 73, and Cola, 55 in my emergencies this week. So, brilliant. Um, but overall, happy with the team. Probably should have just kept the captaincy on Nathan Cleary. I'm sure everyone will learn from their mistakes from last round. And we just have to remember that Nathan Cleary is the definition of set and forget captain. Number one rule of fantasy, isn't it? Yes. So Both broke that, it. That's it. Overall rank, I'm at 580, so roughly around where I was last week. So pretty pretty happy. No, well done, mate. Sounds like a good round. Uh, round 14 for myself, I got 905. Now, the last time I checked just after the game on Monday, I was actually beating Nicholas. Unfortunately, you say yes. You got 908? 908, yep. All right, well, I got down to 905. But Unlucky. can I just say how annoying it is when you've got Yo and DCE who said that they're starting and they're playing and it comes to the weekend and they're not even playing anymore. Yeah. Well, we knew Yo was not going to play quite early because he got I concussion didn't. in origin. Oh, and then, didn't go off. then in DCE was about a day before the game. So it would have been, when did they play Sunday? So it would have been Saturday. We found out yeah. he wasn't playing. Mm. Not ideal though for daily, but for the Yo thing. Yeah. We probably knew that. I think well, I, I, I didn't and it kind of took me by surprise, but that's all right. 905. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, makes my overall rank 12,079. So I'm getting there slowly and steadily. Um, but apart from that, you know, who surprised me this week, lads was Billy Walters 56. I'm glad I haven't sold him. 
Yeah, you've been you've been you've been fortunate there, haven't you? I have, I have been really fortunate there. Uh, other standouts was Matt Burton uh, and uh, Robson. How good! Oh, McInnes. So the highest score is coming from my interchange, which I love. So it's very, very good. Um, but yeah, no, looking looking forward to the next round with hopefully uh, DCE returning. I haven't really heard any news about him, but I'm guessing we're going to chat about him a little bit later on in the potty. Uh, all right. Is that it before we move on to the games? We happy to move on? All good, mate. All right. Let's start off with Thursday night's game this week. It is the Dragons versus the Rabbitohs at 10 to 8. And what team changes are for these two teams, Callum? Dragons, no fantasy relevant changes as per usual. (laughs) Uh, Looking at the Rabbitohs, Blake Taff, he rejoins the bench. So that's exciting for the team changes for this game. Great game to start around. Can't wait for it. In the gong. In the gong. There you go. I like it when it's in the goal. Okay, we're going to move on. Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray. Callum, what can you tell me about this player? Yeah, look, he's um, got a high break even at the moment, 78. Um, and he's got the high price of 833, which keeps dropping each week at the moment with the high break even. Mm. Um, he still had good scores in the past, 57, 59, 49. So he's looking good. Um, we just have to wait for his break-even to um, probably drop down a little bit before you can pick him up. I'd probably be waiting at the moment if you're a non-owner to pick him up after Origin, as we keep saying each week. So just sit tight with him. He should drop potentially under the 800K, and if he does, then he's a steal at that price because he'll be a gun that you're wanting to run home for sure. Uh, Campbell Graham, priced at 640 Break even of 27. Nick, someone yes. you should be looking forward to having your team by the end of the season? Yeah, I mentioned him last week um, as someone I was interested in. It was just there's so many center options that I have in my team and that everyone probably has that makes it difficult to pick up a center, but he's priced, what, at 640 now. So, you know, his price hasn't escaped anyone, but... Yeah, you, you probably you could probably look at a shark center in Talakai or Ramian or or try and get you know Matt Burton if you can. But I think if you haven't got him now, like myself, there's no point trying to go and get him. So yeah, but he's a good he's a good option. Still probably a good option this week if you want because he's playing around 17 probably. So yeah. Any good other players option. we want to discuss before moving on? Anyone from the Dragons boys or? No one from the dragon, really. Um, How about um, yeah, Damien Cook? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Damien oh. Cook. Um, I was going to mention him. Obviously, we've been saying as well, these are origin plays, you probably don't want to pick them up until after the origin period, but he scored well last week. I think he played 60-odd minutes and he scored pretty much at a point per minute. So, yeah, yeah he's um, definitely the top-tier hooker yep. that you can have in your team this year and Definitely someone you should be looking to chase unless you already have the likes of Grant or Robson or even Amani. If you have two of those blokes in your team, you might be able to just stick with them. But he could be someone to upgrade after Origin. 
Alrighty, so that's going to be the first game of round 15 on Thursday. It's the Dragons and Rabbitohs at 10 to 8. Let's look at Friday's first game. And boys, I'm just looking through the um, the match cards for this week. It's unbelievable the games that we've got lined up. And I know that you'll be looking forward to this one, Callum, the first one on Friday night. It's uh, Ooh, yeah. Manly versus the Cowboys. And it's a big game for both teams, but of course... Broncos and Cowboys doing us proud here in Queensland in the top four. Um, but Callum, team change is coming into this game, mate. Yeah, so looking at the Seagulls, um, Daily Cherry Evans returns after missing last week. Um, that just forces Josh Schuster back to the bench. I think that's the only big um, change in their team this week. Looking at the Cowboys, Jeremiah Nanai returns this week in place of Tom Gilbert, who's out of the side. I believe he's got an eye injury so they'll just probably monitor him and might be back next week now unfortunately heel and lukey um his season's over he sus- sustained an acl injury during last week's clash as a result Connolly lemuelu joins the starting side on the edge reuben cotter is also back in the starting side at front row and that's the main changes all right let's stick on reuben cotter for a minute um boys he's he's actually been playing really well fantasy wise um, should coaches, is it too late for coaches to bring him in? I don't think it's too late. But is it someone that you should have in your team? Well, I've got him and I love having him in my team. He's one of my favourite uh, players at the moment. He's a absolute weapon. And that was just shown from his state of state origin. State of origin performance. Um, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but looking at him, he's a little bit expensive. 758K, break even of 45, past three scores of 68, 50 and 70. So it's pretty good. Um, the only reason why I would get him in during this origin period is if you're wanting to trade out another top tier mid, for instance, someone that we'll talk about. Um, I think it's, yep, the, the next game, Payne Haas. Um, so he could be an option if you're wanting to upgrade. I can't believe I'm saying that, but upgrade Payne Haas to Ruben Cotter. <laughs> Didn't think I'd say that at the beginning of the season. We'll talk about Payne Haas a little bit later. Nick, I know that you have a couple of words for Payne Haas and his performance in fantasy, but um, let's talk about Ruben Garrick. Or do we want to stay on the uh, Cowboys train? Let's stay on the Cowboys train. Let's talk about Tal Malolo. Uh, break even of 27, priced at 573. Nick, yep. what do you know about Jason Tal Malolo? Yeah, you probably shouldn't buy him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I just, I just think he's playing more minutes because of these Origin players are out, and uh, so he's got what round fifteen this week. He might score fairly well um, since Tom Gilbert's out, which we sort of didn't. I didn't really know he was out until Teamless just then. Um, and then he got round sixteen, obviously, uh, when everyone should be available again. He's not playing round seventeen and round eighteen. Everyone should be back again possibly, depending if they back up. So he's probably got three weeks of good scores still for going on that. But then I just feel like he just, um, you know, at the start of the season, we go back and have a look. Like he had some games where he got like 30 points and was getting rested, you know. And if, and if Cowboys are up top of the table, I wouldn't be surprised if Peyton just rests him leading into the finals, you know. And uh, so I'd be I'd be quite worried if to pick him up. Um but he is quite cheap, so it could be attractive. I'm not sure, Callum, what do you think? Yeah, look, I think you've pretty much got it there. I think he's had um, a bigger 
influence on the past couple of games for the team just because of the uh, people that they have out. Uh, but also breaking news this afternoon that Luciano Leilua has been uh, granted an immediate release from the West Tigers. So he'll be looking to join the Cowboys, I'm sure, earlier than anticipated. So that could overall affect the rotations of the forwards. Obviously, Luciano is um, an edge player, but that'll probably see Tom Gilbert go to a similar role where he starts on the edge. Or who knows, Luciano might start on the edge and then be more minutes shared between Gil- Gilbert and Tamalolo than what they originally was. So I know the price, it's it's juicy, and he's definitely someone that you're wanting to, um, well, maybe pick up with his recent form, but... I'd probably advise you just to stay away because it's getting down to the um, the, the critical part of the season, I suppose you could say, where you but have if to you, be very smart with your trades. If you if you had if you had a few trades up your sleeve, mm-hmm. maybe you've saved a few. It, it probably wouldn't be a bad option to jump on for like three or four five weeks and then sell them out to like a Cameron yeah. Murray. I reckon if if somehow you could have fifteen or seventeen trades remaining still, I you know I, I'd I probably could. do it. You have to do it this week, yeah. though. Yeah, it'd have to be this week. His break-evens at 27. Yeah. So, Riley, could be an option for you, mate, maybe. You have Payne Haas, right? Yeah, I do have Payne Haas. I'd be seriously tempted to swap there and then get Tamuela out of your team in about five weeks' time for, like, Cameron Murray or Isaiah Papaliti or something. No. Interesting. Let's uh, talk about Scott Drinkwater. Now, he played eight. he played 80 minutes on the weekend. He scored 61 points, I think. That's like one of his best performances this season, isn't it, boys? Yeah, he's had a few um, 60s and 61's been up there as one of his best. Now, he's a dual position. He's not really up there for someone you want to have both in your halves or your wing fullbacks, is he? Well, I wouldn't uh, frown upon the trade this week if you're wanting to make it for Taylor May to Scott Drinkwater. Um, Taylor May... We'll discuss him later, but he might be on his last legs and this could be the the week where he either proves himself or gone, pretty much. Uh, so if you're wanting to look at a cheaper option than a bloke who we'll probably discuss next in Ruben Garrick, um, I probably would suggest that Drinkwater's a, a key part of the Cowboy side. I don't see him getting dropped unless he's injured. So he'll be safe. He'll have that position for the remainder of the season. And he, yeah, he's critical for their attack. Mm. And when they're on, he's on. And that's yep. shown by the uh, 60s that he's been scoring. All right, Calm. Uh, let's talk about Ruben Garrick then. So could be a good option for teams. Yeah, look, I like him. I really do. I, I was high on him last week. I wanted to get him in for Taylor May, but I said, no, look, Taylor May was versing Newcastle. He could score a thousand against them. Uh, unfortunately, only managed thirty. Uh, but yeah, looking at Ruben Garrick, he's now gone up a bit more. He's seven hundred one k break even at twenty one, so it's still very low. He's going to have a few more price rises in him. Um, past three scores are sixty two, seventy, and seventy. Mm. So he's yeah, he's a very good option, I think, especially with the uh, Manly Sea Eagles run home. They've got a few weaker sides. He could be someone to grab now and you can just set and forget, leave him at the back. And he's got that goal kicking as well. Hmm. So guaranteed points. Anyone else from Manly before we want to move on? I'll pronounce this bloke's name, Hamale Olakawatu. Thank you, mate. You're welcome. (laughs) 
Nick, what do you think of him, mate? He's been scoring quite well. Yeah, he has. Um, big score on the weekend, wasn't it? Yes. He ran over people large, for fun. Large, absolutely large. Yeah, he's just edge though, isn't he? Which is sort of a... I mean, it's not a complete uh, you know, reason why you shouldn't get him. 7-14, it's not bad. He, he looks fit now because at the start of the season, he, he sort of he had a few um, low games there for a while, but it seems like he's, he's got that out of his game and they're, they're going to him. And as Callum said, they've had a good, they've got a good run home. So 7, 714K is not too bad. Um, I'm a bit, bit tempted here, um, but I'm also cautious of jumping on after a big score. But I don't think it's a bad option there if you want to keep him for the rest of the year, which he, you know, he's showing good form. Tell you what. Here's a bit of mm. spiciness. Would you suggest this, Nick? I know we're going to be talking about pain, harsh next, but would you suggest if someone has um, a lot of, of those middle edge forwards that we see going around at the moment in the Nat Butcher, Adam Elliott, Angus Crichton, and even Adam Elliott, Harris. Adam I have, Toyo Harris. Yes. Would you be um, contemplating of, say you have one of them in the edge, put them up to the middle and just swapping pain, Haas to Olakowatu, jumping on board now? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it. It's just Olakowatu is not a guaranteed 50 plus, you know. He has yeah. got like three or four 30s, three 30s and a couple of 40s. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I I, I personally don't think Olakowatu is someone that you might want in your final team. There might be some better options, but, you know, that's just me. Fair enough. All right, that's going to be first game on Friday night, boys. It's uh, Manly versus Cowboys, 6 p.m. And the game following that one is another big one. I'm actually really looking forward to this one, lads. It's the Melbourne Storm versus the Brisbane Broncos at five minutes to eight. Callum, team change is coming in for that game, mate. Yeah, look, I, I can't wait for this game. I'll just say this first. I can't wait for the Melbourne Storm to absolutely destroy the Broncos. <laughs> It's going to be a great game. About time the Broncos came up against a hard opposition. Anyway, Ryan Pappenhausen's been named amongst the extended reserves and could be a late inclusion come game day. Grant Anderson retains his place on the wing, but um, he would be the most likely person to drop out of the team if Paps is set to come back. Looking at the Broncos, and this is why I made this statement in particular, no Adam Reynolds. Tyrone Roberts is starting for him. Uh, Payne Haas has been named and is tipped to play from all the reports. Um, Selwyn Cobbo also is back in the team alongside Katoni Staggs and Kurt Capewell. Nick, before I move on to the uh, first couple of plays, mate, you want to say anything to Cal after that remark? Not really. I mean, if Storm can't beat us with all these guys out, well, then they're, exactly. you know, they should be, they should beat us, you know? So good on them if they win. Especially if Paps is back, where are we? Where are we? Could yeah, we're well, good on him. They, they need a bit of a confidence boost, the Melbourne Storm. They're not playing very well. No. But someone who is playing really well, well, his performance in State of Origin was excellent. Uh, Money Munster, Cameron Munster. Is he someone that you should have in, the, in your team by the end of the season in your halves? Nick? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah? If he's fit. If he's still fit after Origin, yeah. 
If he's is like, he no, your, is he in your top three halves? Yeah. Okay. Probably. Well, if you if you're calling Hines a half, it could be debatable then. You're not you're concerned Cleary with Hines, final four games. Cleary Hines DCE. Sorry, their final four. Yeah, so their last four games, they've got Panthers, Broncos, Roosters, Eels. You're not concerned with that at all? Not really, no. My only Fair concern enough. is with Storm players, though, if they go well, they yeah. usually rest players leading into yes. finals. Yes. That's that would be my worry with getting him over someone like Daly Cherry Evans, who Manly might be pushing at that time of year with an easy run daily would mm. probably be coming to my top three then. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's, it's looking good though. If you want to jump on months to break even a 78 at the moment, hello, price rise should go down. Oh, sorry. Price rise price <laughs> should go down. Great statement there. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but no, his price should go down under yeah. the 800 K and yeah, that'd be great time to jump on board if you can. What round do you reckon we should be aiming to get him in if we are wanting to get him in? You'd have to go after Origin, wouldn't you? After the last Origin. Um, yeah. Just see where his price is at break even. Compare it to daily Cherry Evans if you don't have him and then go. Now, for someone who has Cherry Evans, that's you, Riley, mm. isn't it? Yeah, mate. Yep. So you've got Cleary. No, you don't have Cleary. No. Uh, you'd probably have to try and get Cleary after Origin. Well, that's what I was thinking. Stuff. I could try and sell Payne Haas, get in a cheaper mid, and then... I'd try and bring in Cleary if I could, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you're going to have to try and bring in Cleary, mate. But if everyone else who has Cleary will either have to do the Cherry Evans or Munster or something like that, probably. Okay. Have both. Do you have both? If I if I could, I would love to have uh, Cleary, Cherry Evans, and put Munster on my bench or something. That'd be outstanding. I don't think you're going to be able to do that. Probably not. Give me more trades and some more money, please. In all fantasy, go with Paul Turner. No, anyway, we're going to move on. on. Yeah, we're going to move <laughs> on to uh, Harry Grant, boys. Uh, he didn't have the best performance. Well, it, it was an okay performance in round fourteen, Callum. Um, yeah, it wasn't too bad considering he only played fifty-six minutes. So he got forty-two points from fifty-six because they started with Brandon Smith just um, resting. Grant, considering he was coming back from Origin, but he's at seven eight three now, breaking at eighty three. So I probably wouldn't be going near him. Mm. Um, obviously, it's great news if you don't have him because that high break even you'd assume he'll have a few more drops in price, similar to uh, Money Munster. So, look, I still think he's a gun that you need to have in your final run home, um, unless you can have, or unless you've already got Cook and you wanted to get Robson in. But there's similar price now, Grant and Robson and. I'm assuming Grant would drop a lot more than what Robson will over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. So he'll be a more beneficial option, I think, for your team in the run home. Jerome Hughes, another player who we haven't really been speaking about in our uh, potties lately, boys. Um, Look, decent half when it comes to game day, but in fantasy, he's, I don't know, he's kind of a hit and miss. Yeah, You'd, I'd wait until uh, round 17 when you have, you know, that, that week there to decide if you want to bring him in or not. Cause he could get down to like f- low 500s with his scores. And, you know, an extra week off 
uh, with that origin on Sunday. I know he's going to play that test match, I think. So we'll just have to see because he's, he's, he had a calf injury. He might be just still recovering from that. But I think he, if he gets down to low 500s, I'd be tempted because he plays around 17. It could be a backup half or, you know, emergency half or something, whatever you want. All right. But uh, don't jump on him yet. No, no. Good advice. Let's talk about the missing player. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. So he's return. He's possibly returning this weekend. Callum, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. And I'm very excited if that's the case. Have you still uh, got him? That- no, no. Unfortunately, I traded him to Matthew Burton, and that was pretty good. I'm not was a good, lie. Tra- good trade, Matt. Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> um, now, Paps, he's at seven five six. He's got a break even of fifty two. Past three scores of when he was playing of 80, 52, 57. The only concern I have with Paps, if you wanted to bring him in, if he is back this week, is that he is coming back from that hamstring injury, mm-hmm. which have the tendencies, obviously, to um, go again on the player and they might re-injure it. Uh, he's also coming back with that knee injury as well because he picked up the, the dual injuries that week. So you just have to make sure that he has a safe return, um, even though you know if he does play, he could score a lot against... Uh, the Broncos, considering they've got a few troops out. Mm. Um, but yeah, my advice would be is to not go near him this week, potentially next week as well. Um, but they, they do play around 17. And if he's not selected in origin, which I don't think he will be, he will be probably a top tier. If he can come back fit, scoring high, he'll be one of those guns that you'll need for round 17, I think. All right, good stuff. Let's move on to the Broncos. And, of course, the main player we want to have a chat about from this team, boys, is Payne Haas. Now, I don't think I've ever seen him get a score like that. Um, yeah, well, he got injured. Go- yeah, I know he got injured, but so what's what's the go with him now? Well, Callum said he's, he's playing, and it, it is probably quite possible he will play because um, it was his other shoulder. Cause it's, so if he's... You know, it's two AC joint injuries. Yeah. The the problem is so if he does play this week, it mightn't be too bad. And then he obviously has origin next week. And then he might have a week off after that to rest it up. And then he'll be back in it. Or, you know, alternatively, he has this week off, plays origin, and then he get, he, you know, doesn't play as many minutes, might play 40, 50 minutes. And then he might be right if he gets those those through that origin game all right having that extra week off beforehand and he might be still a gun and you know go up but that's a big risk to take when he's injured um and also if you think about it like he, he doesn't really he has a good base and in, in the past but he, he never he hasn't got those monster scores for ages you know he doesn't give you an 80 or a 90 you know whereas some of the other mids that you might be trying to get in they can do that you know like a Papali'i and Murray or something, they can get those 80, 90s. Whereas Haas hasn't shown me that, especially when he's injured, I don't think he can do that. So I'm really looking at selling him. Callum? Yeah, look, it's tough. I'm not sure what I want to, like what I want to do with Payne Haas. Um, I, I don't like to sell guns and he's been a gun for so many years in fantasy, but he's not playing those 60 to 70 minutes like he was. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Um, I am tempted to move him on, but at this stage of time, I think I may hold, but obviously that can change between now 
and um, game day. I just think I, I've got people coming in. Like last week, I didn't have Reuben Cotter in my side. I can just put Reuben Cotter into my starting side and I can have Payne Haas there. I know he's going to be a very expensive looper if I use him as a loop at 729K. Um, but if he doesn't play this week, he's not going to go down in price. And you can just wait and see how he pulls up after Origin if they do decide to rest him. That'd probably be the best play if he didn't play. Because if he does play, yeah. he's got a high break even and he loses money again. Yeah, exactly. And you, you take that risk of, you know, if he does enter the field, he ha- has another problem with either shoulder, then it's trouble. He's going to be off the field again. Probably another score of 24. Wowee, thank you. That's great. Um, but look, if you're wanting to sell him, I would suggest if you can to upgrade. I know uh, we'll talk about IPAPs later. He's definitely one to target. However, um, his break even slightly higher, so he might be dropping in price. Um, Madison as well, he's probably one to look at, his, at to get into your side, but he's going to be having that origin duties. Angus Crichton's a good option. Um, and like like I said earlier, if you're wanting to have a bit of a risk, then uh, Hamole Olakawatu, um, I'll mention Joseph Tarpany as well. He could be someone. Uh, and also maybe a Cameron McInnes, who we'll get to in the next game. What about this next player, Patrick Carrigan? He had a yeah, pretty even, big even game. this bloke. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a pretty good big game on the weekend against the Raiders boys. Pretty big score. Yeah, he's been going well. Um, don't think you can pick him up now that he's playing big minutes in Origin as as well. So, yeah, you'll have to just. I think I think just hold off and reassess after Origin for Patrick. Cal, your input before we move on to the next player. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I think that he's probably um, someone that you'll have to wait. If you're wanting to target and get him in, you'll have to wait now until after Origin. I do like his past three scores of 59, 53, and 64. Yeah. And he's got that 712K. So he's consistent. He's got that break even of 44 as well compared to Payne Haas, who's got the 80 break even. Um, and if Payne Haas is out, you would expect Pat Carrigan's role, like on the weekend against the Raiders, to increase. Mm. Um, and that will most likely result in his scoring ability as well to go up because he'll be getting more minutes. So. He's definitely someone to be keeping an eye on at this stage of time, but with Origin around and the role that he plays for the Maroons, I probably wouldn't be picking him up. Unfortunately, yeah, he's got two games of Origin left, which just if he did, yeah. if he if he wasn't playing two games of Origin, he'd definitely be a bring in a. Like, I'd be picking him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah his right. work ethic's unbelievable. How about this as a cheapie, Ezra Mam? He's actually um, he's been doing all right, boys. He's been doing all right. I was very I think, happy with him yeah. last week. I think he played well last week that he'll have that spot over Gamble. I think so too, to be honest with you. So I think it's a really smart choice to bring him in if you didn't bring him in last week still. He made he made 61K for those who brought him in last week. So congrats if you did. I was one. I think Nick was one. I don't know if you were, Riley. I was. You were. There you go. So raking in the money at the moment, boys. Um <laughs> He's definitely someone I think you could probably still pick him up. He's got that negative six break even. But I'm not sure if you are concerned as much as I am, Nick, but the fact that they're versing Melbourne Storm and he doesn't have Reynolds next to him, uh, I think he may struggle to score this week. I probably see him maybe scoring a 30. And it's probably a low 30. Okay. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, he's probably not going to score like 50s and, well, you've already got 45. Yeah, he's had 54, 48, and 45 from his three games thus far. Yeah, I expect him to average maybe 40, which would be great if he can. Definitely. Um, Brisbane have do do have a couple tough games. Um, but with his negative break even, you'll just be missing out on the price rises. Mm. So, and he plays round 17. Tick, bonus. Good stuff, boys. That's going to be the final game on Friday. That's Storm and Broncos. Definitely one to look out for. That's at five minutes to eight this Friday. Let's uh, jump into Saturday's games. And the first one, boys. Uh, yep, here we go. It's uh, Sharks versus Titans. And it's been a tough year for us Gold Coast supporters, lads. It's um, It's been some year. But I'm just happy that, you know, two other Queensland teams are doing, are doing us proud, but I can't say the same for Gold Coast Titans. Anyway, Callum, uh, team change is coming into this game, mate. Yeah, look, the Sharks, Dale Finucan, he's named on the extended bench and could be a late inclusion. Uh, looking at the Titans, unfortunately for them, they're now in 16th place. So it's not ideal for you, the Titans supporters. And I, I, I feel for your roles. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, but let's, hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, Tino Fa'asuamala'awi, he's back in the starting side. Right. After starting on the bench last week, um, AJ Brimson also is back after missing last week. So great inclusions for the side there. If they can put in some efforts to bounce back against this Cronulla Sharks team at the moment, who are pretty much flying. Yes. Uh, boys, someone I was really impressed with, and I brought him into my team, is um, Cameron McInnes. He did, um, he, he did me proud. One of my trades for last week. And yeah, he did me very, very proud. Uh, he ended up getting 60. How many minutes did he play, mate? Let me have a quick look. Um, he got 60 points and he played 61 minutes. It's not bad at all. Yeah, that's a nice PPM. Happy. Obviously, um, I don't know if every coach wants him at the end of the season, but he's definitely a player to look out for in the future. I think so. Last week, I um, I actually messaged Nick and I said, look, mate, I'm going to make a, a late-minute uh, change. I traded Jeremiah Nanai out. Um, I know he had a break, a low break even, and I wasn't quite sure if he was going to back up this week, uh, but he is back. But I decided to bring in Cameron McInnes um, as well, and I was happy with the 60. As Riley said, he's got that break in with 39 now, price at 708. And he's had those past three scores of 56, 66, and also 60. So that is keeper territory um, scoring at the moment. He's definitely up there. I can't tell you not to buy him. I think he's uh, he's been a gun of the past, and he, he does well with his scoring just pretty much from base stats. So he's he's a good player. Um, the only concern is, is Dale Finucan could be back in the team this week. However, I think Finucane will be put into the front row rotation. Like, yeah, the rotations of the front rowers. And I think McKinnis should still get around the 60-minute mark for the team. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does concern me, though, slightly that Dale yeah, might be back. Bit of a worry. Yeah, so that, that might push me away from getting him because I don't have him yet. Because um, it... Does he, is he someone I want in my final 17? Possibly, possibly not. So I, maybe I don't take the risk and maybe I try and target 
some other players so I can get my 17 that I want. So, but yeah, Callum made all the valid points. No, good on you, Cal. Well done, mate. Nick, I'm going to ask you about Nico Hines. Yes. Do you call that a good performance from him this last round? Wasn't too bad. Uh, His goal kicking was terrible. It was a little Mm. bit windy, but not too bad. Um. But you got to remember, like, well, for what we had him for, it was 600K or something. It's like, he wing fullback half. He's, you know, you just got to keep him in your team the rest of the year. Obviously too late now for anyone to want to bring him in. Well, if you don't have him at the moment and you haven't got him, uh, obviously stay away now. It's break even 89, so. Imagine those poor buggers that don't have Nico Hines or Nathan Cleary at the moment. Oh. Most people would. The pain. Surely. Oh, yeah, you should. He's almost 50% on Nico Hines, so yeah. surely. Yeah, surely. Um, let's Just quickly, captain this yeah, week or not? No, good, good, good question. Or are we going to nah. go back to our... Number one rule, Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Who have the Panthers got? They've got... Warriors. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, definitely Nathan Cleary. <laughs> definitely Nathan Cleary as you captain, yeah. if you have him. For me, boys, if you don't have Nathan Cleary. I think Nico Hines is still a good move. He's coming up against the Titans and they haven't been the greatest. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the Titans, though. And one player, boys, that you don't have on the list that I really just want to quickly mention because a monster game considering how many minutes he played was Tino Fasuamala'awi. Yeah. 47 minutes, 81 points. Is he not a player? Is he not a player that you want in your mids? He could be. He, I, I think he, he's a good. He's probably a good pod option. But again, he just plays Origin, and you know something could happen to him in these these two Origin games. So it's risky. Risky. It's not bad. Not bad. You know, he's their main player in the forward line for the Titans, so he does all the hard work. Mm-hmm. And Callum, I'm going to ask you this question because I know Nick's going to give it to me, but was it a bad decision on my behalf to sell Toby Sexton when I had him in my team originally? You're going to bring Sexy back, Riles? Bring... <laughs> I like that. That was good. That's good terrible. Um, anyway, Toby Sexton, <laughs> 593K, break even to 21, pass three scores, 38, 50, 68. And let me give you this stat. Let me just find him real quick. I believe, um, obviously, there was a few out last week in Brimson and also Campbell's out, and I thought that might have affected his scoring, but he had to do everything for that side. He had 711 kick meters. Now, if we had the same points as last year, he would have probably scored 80-odd. But he got the 23 points just from there. Uh, And if the Titans score, he'll be goal-kicking. Obviously, you get a couple points there. Look, I understand why you sold him. A lot of people should have sold him as well at that period of time because he wasn't scoring anything. He was in the low 400s, and that was where he um, hit his base price, and now he's back up on the rise. But I wouldn't be suggesting buying him at the moment. I just can't trust the yeah. Titans and their, their players at the moment, unfortunately. Don't blame they're, me, mate. They're a bit like the Dragons. I just can't yeah. trust their players, except for Ben Hunt. So maybe Toby Sexton <laughs> might be the one that we can, but not, not at this stage. Uh, any other players we want to quickly discuss before moving on to our next games, boys? 
Uh, Ronaldo Mortalo is interesting, but depends if like if you wanted to sell Taylor May and you want someone that's got that that dual position, he could be someone to consider considering the Sharks run home as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. I don't think there's anyone else we really need to talk about. Before we move on to uh, the next four games, we always, always like to take this time to thank our wonderful sponsors of the potty. First off, we'd love to thank Harson Photography. Now, they're definitely the service you need at your party or special event. They've got professional photography, they've got videography, and they've got some of the best DJs in Southeast Queensland just for your special occasion. So if you want to find out more, all you need to do, just visit harsantphotography.com or you can find them on all your social media platforms. That's H-A-R-S-A-N-T, photography. And we'd also like to thank Wolf Consulting and Risk. They are a Brisbane-based consulting firm. They service clients Australia-wide. They specialize in the areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. So a massive thank you to both our sponsors, Wolf Consulting and Risk and Harsent Photography. Boys, we're going to move on to the next game on Saturday. And that is the game that will be, I don't know, can you say something to watch? It's uh, Panthers versus Warriors. So, um, yeah, anyway, I'm going to leave it to Saturday. But, Cal, any changes coming into this game, mate? Uh, the Warriors, you and Aiken isn't in the side this week after suffering a concussion uh, last week. So, Josh Curran's back in the starting side at lock, which means Tohu Harris will replace you and Aiken on the edge. Looking at the Panthers, Isaiah Yo's back at 13, which forces Matt Ison Huth out of the team into the extended reserves. All right. Good stuff. Let's start with the Warriors boys. And you just mentioned Cal Tohu Harris. He's moved to the edge. Is that going to affect his big scoring? I don't know about the big scoring. He needs to do something. <laughs> He's he only had a fifty he's had that fifty nine since then, thirty one forty two. Thank you. That's exactly when I brought you into my team as well. So <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of coaches have done because that was for the the round thirteen bye week. So He's at 624K now, another bloke who I didn't think would get down to that um, price, and he's got the break-even 54. Nick, should we be, be worried as Tohu Harris owners, mate? Yes. You reckon? You think yeah, he could be someone I, to consider selling? He, yeah, him and Payne you got to consider. Um, you know, I I, I'd probably – yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Payne Haas or Tohu Harris? Payne Haas looks like he's a better player than Tohu Harris this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't. Don't know if I can trade both of them though. Yeah, it's difficult. It is difficult. Uh, Reese Walsh priced at five hundred four, break even of twenty two. Past three scores have been decent, but again, is he worth getting into your team, Nick? Uh he's not a bad option, but not a stand. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. It was just one game. From him, I think. Yeah. But he might find a bit of form. He's a bit of a confidence player. Against the Panthers, though, it's a bit of a, a bit of a risk. And for uh coaches who own this player cow, a bit of a worry. You and Aiken, uh, out with a concussion. Do we know how long he's going to be out for and if he's gonna be a sell for this week? Yeah, look, hopefully he's only um going to be out for one week. I wouldn't recommend selling. He's got six two, well, six two nine k, so he's still fairly high for the centre position if you have him in your centres. 
Um, but his break-in's at 59 now. He's got past three scores of 54, 38, and also another 38. Mm-hmm. That 38 came from the, the 50-odd minutes that he played on the weekend, so it's not too bad. Um, I wouldn't be selling. If you can sell others to bring in other people and downgrade, do that because you and I can... At this stage, I still see being someone that you want in your final team, uh, just with his duel. Um, and he, I think he's going to be a gun in the centres. But yeah, I wouldn't be selling him this week. Okay. Let's move on to the Panthers players. And uh, Tago, I didn't actually see how he... Okay, so he got 37 this past round. He, he's been scoring in those 30s these last couple, like three weeks and that. Break even of 49. Has he reached his peak, boys? He possibly has, but I will not be selling any Panthers players this week against the Warriors, I tell you that. <laughs> we said that last week against the Knights, and that didn't turn out the greatest, though. Yeah, but who would you say is better, Knights or Warriors? Warriors. <laughs> Warriors just give away tries for fun. Yeah, that's true. So they I'm personally not selling them. Okay. I, I'm not going to tell you not to sell Tago. I think if you're wanting to downgrade, you can. So you would sell Tago over May? Yep. That is quite interesting. Because I don't have him. <laughs> May as well sell him. <laughs> you're such a sly dog, eh? <laughs> right, well, with with Just... that statement from Nick, not selling Panthers players this round, Callum, if you did still have Taylor May, would you keep him or would you still recommend selling him? Because you did say earlier this episode that you would sell him for another player. Yeah, look, I am considering maybe moving him on, but the fact that you and Aiken's out now, I might have to move Taylor May into my centers because he's got that jewel. Mm. Um, I was planning on maybe selling um, another player to try and get in Ruben Garrick, but I don't think I can now. So most likely this week I'll have to just play like a Jacob Caraz or a, a Cola in my back three and just move uh, Taylor May into the centers because I just want to try and save my trades a little bit more. But I understand if you're wanting to sell him, he can get past that 48 break even. He probably needs to score two tries to be able to do it. And if he can, that's brilliant. But yeah, I I, I can see the, the argument of both sides of keeping and selling. Yeah. And I'm happy for you to do whatever one you want to do. And just really quickly, boys, uh, Nathan Cleary, not much to be said. He had a pretty good score on the weekend. Um, it, for coaches like myself, it's really getting to the pointy end of getting Cleary into your team, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's yeah, all I need to, to get hit. captain. Yeah, you probably get him in this week. Well, you don't have to get him in this week. He'll probably he'll probably sit out a game later on, so you can get him after round seventeen if you want. But yeah, as soon as possible, probably. All right, there you go. All right, so that game on Saturday will be the second game, Warriors and Panthers at five thirty, and then the last game on Saturday, boys, is Parramatta Eels taking on the Roosters, and that one's going to be at seven thirty-five, and um. Another close clash. I think these two teams both got something to prove. Uh, what changes are coming into these teams, Callum? Yeah, so the Eels, surprisingly, are unchanged, considering they got pumped by the, the Bulldogs um, 
Looking at the Roosters, Sam Verrills, he's back in the team, which forces Connor Watson uh, back to the bench, which might be bad news for Nat Butcher, but we'll get onto that later. That's the only changes. How about um, Billy Smith? Is he in it? He's in the centres, mate. Paul, Mar- Paul Marofsky's out. Oh, my goodness. Billy Smith's back. Put Let's the go. On him. <laughs> I've lost Why my captain him. <laughs> I'll captain him. Oh, no. Am I versing Nick this week? <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Please captain him. <laughs> oh, right. wow. Let's start off with uh, the Eels. Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, still probably one of the best players in fantasy. Um, definitely someone you should look at having in your team or definitely keeping by the end of the season. I think he's someone you need to have at the like in your side come round 17. Okay. Yeah. You think, Nick? Yeah. Hold off this week with the high break even and uh, we'll see after round 15 where he is. Yeah. I'm, I'm very worried though, Um well, I'm not worried. I, I, I would like him to start on the edge again. Um, obviously, he was scoring better there and then moving into the middle instead of starting in the middle, then moving back to the edge. Mm. Um, he wasn't... Um, well, beforehand, he was playing those 70 to 80 minutes. Now, he's, his minutes have dropped back as well since he's starting in the middle because his work rate is up a bit more. So I would like to see him back on the edge. But if not, then he's still going to be a top uh, player that you'll need to have in your side. Do you think Luke Carey's going to play just quickly? I don't think they will. And I had Sam Walker as someone to talk about, but um, I probably won't be picking up Sam regardless either way, but I don't no. know if Luke Carey will play. Yeah, I, it's pretty I bad. think he might because, yeah, he's mm. had head knocks in the past and he's been out previously with them because he's had some serious ones. Mm. And I think they might just rest him just for his um, health. And that means... If that is the case, then it could be good news for Nat Butcher with Connor Watson because Connor Watson will come into the hooker rotation and you'd assume, because Drew Hutchinson's in the side, he'll come in and play with Sam Walker in the halves. But you have to wait for game day for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Ryan Matheson, um, break-even of 68, priced at 845. Some really good scores. Kind of slap over the this last round, boys. Yeah, he didn't get many minutes, mate. So oh, I wouldn't be he? too worried. Yeah, he only got 37 yeah, got... minutes from what I saw. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, yeah, he was just getting rested, I believe, from Origin yeah, or managed. I don't know what happened if he got a head knock or anything in the game. I don't think he did. So, yeah, not to worry there, mate, if you have right. him. Good. I've got him. Not worrying. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, Will Penicini, though. Should I be worried about this player? Yeah, you can probably... I'd probably just try and ride him, though, to round 17 and then get rid of him. Uh, so, you know, three more three more weeks and then you can probably get rid of him. Yeah. All right. That's my thoughts. All right, Cal, let's go to your player that you wanted to have a chat about, mate, Nat Butcher. So, might be good news for Nat Butcher uh, coaches who have him. Yeah, it'll either be good or bad news, uh, depending on what happens with this final um, team. Uh, but he's at 624k at the moment, break in at 29, past three of 65, 31, 69. So, really nice score on the weekend for his owners. He's got that dual position, which is great. Um, you just got to keep an eye out. I, I wouldn't be selling him re- regardless, but you just have to keep an eye out of what um, his role will be once that team is finalized come Sunday. 
Um, I think that's when you said they're playing, isn't it? Or is it Saturday still? Saturday. Saturday, sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm i not concerned. I, I still don't know if he'll play 80, though, this week. I think they might rest him a little bit. Not, not as much as what they did when he scored the 31 a couple of weeks ago. Mm. But I probably see him playing more the 60-odd minute this week, potentially. But no concerns as of yet for him. All right. Uh, James Tedesco. Um, is he still ranked up there for one of the best wing fullbacks you can have in your team? I reckon so. And it's good now he has a high break even. I might be able to get him after the second origin. A third yeah, origin, sorry. Watch out. Yeah, all, all on, these origin the stars. Yeah, all the origin stars. They've got the... Um, High break evens at the moment, and it's great to see because if the, the people that don't own them, it's definitely um, they're, they're people that you should be looking to to bring in after the Origin period. But those who have him, don't worry, he's a keeper. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and let's finish on Sam Walker. Um, obviously, you know, talking about Kiri um, not being able to play, uh, does that mean it's good news for Sam Walker owners? Uh, I don't think it would be technically from my point of view. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't look at him. No, no, I wouldn't look at him. If you own him, I'd probably still hold just hold, this week. Yeah. Especially if Kiri's out cause he'll have a bigger role. Yeah. All right. Is that all we need to discuss for that game? Boys, eels, roosters, all happy chappy. I think so for now. All right. Good stuff. All right. So that's going to be the last game on Saturday night, boys. Uh, Eels versus Roosters, 7.35. Let's move on to the last two games. The first one on Sunday, it's the Green Machines, the Raiders up against uh, Newcastle Knights at 2 p.m. Callum, the change is coming into this one, mate. Yeah, mate, the Raiders are unchanged. Uh, looking at the Knights, Kurt Mann starts at lock with Mitch Barnett moving um, to the edge. Lachlan Fitzgibbon is the one who... Sorry, excuse me. Um, is the one who is out of the side for the Newcastle Knights. Boys, Adam Elliott. Adam Elliott, yes. Yes. Back-to-back 67s. Yeah, he's looking good, mate. Uh, I assume the people who have him, uh, yeah, will just be keeping him now for a while and uh, hopefully a cheeky upgrade when Ricky decides to change his team up, which could be any time, to uh, one of those keepers. What is if he doesn't? You reckon he's a keeper? No. I think, well, he's scored in these two games. And he's, you know, I, I mean, you know, he's, he's looks threatening, but I don't know if Raiders yeah. are going to score it. He's not, he's not going to score every every week. Sorry. So, yeah. No, but I can see him scoring 50s every week for him. I think try and get him at his top and then sell him out to someone. Yeah, like, I like it. Um, that's what I'm going to do. So it's pretty much him and that butcher are like the same at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be turned into guns. Callum, this next player, mate, do you reckon he is your player of the last round? 100%. I tell you what, Joseph Tarpany, it's a very spicy option if you're wanting to uh, trade out Payne Haas. I did mention it earlier. If you're wanting to sell Payne Haas, you're wanting to bring this bloke in. It's it's unbelievable because he's at 7.58. He's gone up a lot of money. Um, Break even at 17. He's got the past three scores of 64, 69, and get this in here, 94. Hmm. I don't so, think I've seen a four get 94 for a while. No. Like a front not. roller. Mm. And I'll, mainly his points came from his offload. So he had, what was it, six offloads. They all went to hand. So there's 24 points <laughs> just from there. 
That's un- unbelievable. That's what everyone was hoping with Tavita Pangai at the beginning of the season. That he but was he was he was king. he was versing a defense that had injuries all over the place in the Broncos. It's true. Not taking like away his performance because it was very good. No, no. But like, if you look at the the teams, the top teams in the comp that he's versed, Stormy's got a forty-eight from sixty. Panthers, he's got a sixty-four from forty-five, but that included a try. Um, you look at the Sharks, forty-five from forty-three, not the greatest. But the past four weeks, and I'm not sure if it's because they've had people move to Origin, or I think their their team has changed slightly. But he's played the the fifty sixty minute role. He's had a fifty three against the Rabbits, sixty four against the Eels, sixty nine against the Roosters, and now ninety four against the Broncos. Mm. Points. He's very interesting. I would give you if the tick of approval. Yeah, if you're wanting to take a risk, yeah, do it. You have to do it this week. Yeah. Just keep in mind, yeah, Ricky it could backfire. Could backfire <laughs> yeah, with could. Ricky. Yeah, it might. But he is, yeah, he's interesting. I'll give you that much. Boys, a good investment I made recently was uh, young Xavier Savage. Very good cheapy option, and he's just continuing to get some points for me, which is very, very good. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, might be the last week to jump on. Because he hasn't got a lot of job security. He might only play more, like two or three more games at fullback and uh, Chance might take his spot back from injury. But, you know, with a negative break, even I'd still jump on if you don't have him. No. Personally. Callum, David Clemmer. What can you tell me about David Clemmer? Yeah, a few people have been asking questions about him as well, about maybe um, one to bring in for Payne Haas. I still wouldn't go near him. Um, the fact that, well, actually their bench isn't, it's, it's not too bad, actually. Um, I thought that Kurt Mann might've been on the bench again. And because Ponga was out last week, it was hard to say how many minutes, um, Clemmer might've got, but I, I don't like him as an option, even though he's been scoring well, he's got 60, 65 and 51 past three. But his break even's 59 now. It's a bit he high. Uh, price is a bit high. Yeah. Price is high. But if you, if you jumped on him early, congrats to you. He's been going gangbusters. Someone else who's been going gangbusters, boys, is Tyson Frizzell. Yeah, flying under the radar. Mm, Frizz. I, yeah, I'd probably be more tempted. You know how you talked about Hamole Olaquatu mm. earlier? I'd probably be more tempted to go Tyson Frizzell. Not a bad mm. shout. Because he's lower price and he plays around 17 and has pedigree in the past, even though Ola Kalati will as well. Like looks yeah. good. And that's a very doable break even, isn't it? Of 44. Yeah. I think it's going to go up in price from here for the rest of the season. Probably. You're not worried about origin. If he does get called in. Um, slightly, but he was I in think the squad, they have, wasn't he? yeah, they have, they have Murray and Martin and then he wasn't in the side. Was he in the squad? I think he was named in the squad. Oh, no, I can't remember now. Yeah. Honest. He might've been, they got Murray and, Martin and I don't think Tarek will play anymore. Angus Crichton no, or Frizzell might be a bench. The last, the last um, games, like the last um, few games for the Knights, they've got the Bulldogs, Tigers, Broncos, Raiders, Titans, Sharks. So not the worst draw. If you are wanting to maybe get him in, it's a bit interesting. It's interesting, eh? There's so many options, especially if these injuries keep occurring, which they will. In an old fantasy, we love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> on that note, we're going to move on to the last game of round 15. It is the Bulldogs versus the West Tigers. Callum, team changes. TP, yes, TPJ starts at lock. Raymond Fidel Mariner. He's also been named to start on the edge, but watch out. You know, they might do a late switch with Waddell on the bench. Max King now, he starts at front row. So he's still on the starting side. So no worries for his owners. Um, looking at the Tigers. Obviously, I said the big news earlier was Luciano Leilua has been granted an immediate release. So that has forced Kalma Talagi, uh, early season cash cow for everyone. He is now back on the edge, but is not fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Dewey's been named on the bench for his long awaited return. All right. Uh, we are aware of the time, Nick, because we do know you need to leave shortly, mate. So we're going to blitz through this last game. Uh, but someone I was definitely very keen to talk about was Max King. And if you're a coach like me who's hung on to him, uh, you'd be very happy with his last couple of scores. Yeah, people would be kicking themselves as they sold him. Um, he is. He looks like a good keeper. and Well, not a keeper, sorry. Upgrade to a keeper when he tops out, which might be round, just before round 17, might be just after round 17. So yeah, if he, continues, if he continues to start and get the 60 minutes, he could be someone just to leave in your side, to be honest. Mm. He's not doing anything wrong. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. What about this guy's a cheapy option, Raymond? What do yeah, we think of Raymond, Raymond? Raymond Trace. Um... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, shout I out, think... Shout um... out to our good mate, Jack. Good mate, Tracy. Yeah, I think Tracy's probably a good buy this week um, if he starts on that edge. So, yeah, if he does start on the edge, I'd, I'd bring in Tracy. What about Matt Burton, Cal? Are you still happy with Matt Burton? Am I what? Oh, my goodness. 65, 73, 84 from his oh. last three. He's gone up to 814K, breaking a 31. Now, I've been keen on him. I, I, I didn't want to start with him. I said jump, jump on after the first 10 rounds. This is the only yeah. actual thing you said correctly this whole year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> According to my ranks, I think that's uh, otherwise, mate. But please, <laughs> I, I think uh, he is someone who is a gun. Nick, is he a gun? Debatable. Oh, oh. Come, <laughs> off come off it. Jackson Hastings. Jackson oh. Hastings. Uh, not the best. Trouble. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the best couple of scores for him. I probably should go and re-watch the game against Manly to see actually what he did, but apparently it was just like getting the ball and passing it and not doing anything. So, What was his kick meters like? Because we've been not worried about him. They weren't? Like high 100s or low 200s, I think. Something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I've probably got to try and get rid of him. Hey, what was his kick meters? Yeah, uh, 142. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, no. Nah, oh, think sorry. Just... No, that was me- that was meters gain. That's actually decent. Uh, yeah, he one runs five, two. <laughs> Yeah. So not far off, but yeah. Apparently, it was just, yeah, he was just, yeah, nothing and no attacking stats. He got zero attacking stats. So, yep. quite interesting. I might have to try and sell him, I think. All right. Just very quickly, uh, Alex Twal. Is that how you pronounce his name? That's him. Yeah. All right. What do we think? If this bloke was starting, he'd be a serious contender to bring in for Payne Haas if you want him to move on this week. He still could be, but mm. he's probably one to watch still. Him okay. or have a big Joey. Often in Gowie. <laughs> no, no, no. He's been scoring quite well. He's been doing really well, but I just can't. 
Yeah, probably not. But for Alex Twala and Alfin Gowie, it's just you can't, even though they've been going all right. I don't think you can. Yeah. Big risks. Definitely. All right. And the last player we're going to discuss for this round, boys, is Adam Dewey. Nick, your thoughts? Yeah, I'd like to see how he goes. Is he playing center, I assume? He's on the bench. Oh. Yeah, he's been named on the bench. So I thought he'd be starting center. It could be a late switch come game day, but, you know, uh, Kamali might be wanting to just ease him in to the uh, the starting side or get, get him back with some match fitness and come off the bench. I don't know be, what position yeah. he'll play. It'd yep. be brilliant if he got back into the halves if they had to punt Hastings like into a forward role or something or bench role. Mm. All right, so that's that's your uh, games for round 15, lads. The last one, Bulldogs and West Tigers. Look, it's going to be a very interesting uh, round of footy. Obviously, the games to watch out for are Manly Cowboys, Storm Broncos, and um, probably the other one is probably Parramatta Roosters, hey? Yeah, a few good yeah. games there, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Nick, you reckon you have time to stick around for our four pillars, mate? Unfortunately, I don't think I can, unfortunately. I'll have to leave you boys again to uh, finish it off for the, the listeners. But uh, I will catch you boys next week again. Any final words from you, mate, before you leave? Yeah, you might have to cut this out, though. Oh, You're no, cutting no. it down anyway, obviously. No. Oh. I'm leaving it in. Whatever you say, I'm, I'm leaving not, it I'm in. Not. Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, yes, Sorry, I was going to say, oh, Nick's gone. I was going to say, mate, uh, I'll see you at the races on Saturday. Oh, big day. All right. Local races. There you go. All right. Let's get uh, stuck into this one, Callum. You're It's our play of the week. Who is your predicted play of the week for round 15? Now, I'm not going to go to the Nathan Cleary because he probably will be, but I'm not going to go him. I'm going to go Harry Grant to bounce back and do something against the Broncos, especially if Pap's back. I think his combination with him, plus the others in the spine who are back as well, it's just going to be a great performance and he should get points. My predicted play of the uh, week is Nico Hines up against the Titans. His kicking game, I think, was lacking last week. Um, but coming into this next round, I think he's going to improve on that aspect and get a pretty good big score as well. So definitely a captaincy option. All right, let's have a look at this one. Goodbye! 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 It's our buy of the week, Callum. Um, someone that you obviously want to ha- look to bring into your team. Yeah, look, um, it's difficult this week, to be honest. There's no one that's really standing out as a clear buy. Um, however, in saying that, there's a bloke that we didn't mention in the last segment, Jake Avarillo. I don't mind him. Mm-hmm. Um, he scored a 55, I think it was, um, against the Eels. He did score two tries in that, um, but he's up against Tigers this week, so it could be a high-scoring game for them. Um, but, yeah, he's not too bad. Uh, another person i'd say if you haven't got like the savage or ma'am they're probably mm. the the main pickups this week just because of their low break evens no i don't know if you're gonna like mine callum you might considering who you support but i'm actually going to go with uh scott Drinkwater. i don't mind that at week. all that's, that's not bad at all 
Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. All right, let's get uh, let's get have a look at this now. It's our cheapie of the week, and obviously, Cal, before you just mentioned a couple of players who are cheap options who you could definitely bring into your team, but um, who is your cheapie of the week? Um, I'll just lock in Xavier Savage. He's the bloke who's got the lowest break even, I think, this week. So, money. Yep, I was going to go with that guy as well, mate. Xavier Savage, definitely, if you don't have him, get him in. And, of course, we love to finish on a positive. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 It's uh, sell of the week time. <laughs> Who are we saying goodbye to, Callum? We are saying adios to Jackson Hastings. <laughs> he has to go. Goodbye. All right. All right. I was going to say him, but because you took him, I'm going to go with another player, Callum. Mm-hmm. Payne Haas. I just, think cool. there are, I just think there are other players who are performing in the mid position that could definitely be more beneficial for your team. And on that note, that is it. Of course, Nick just left previously, so he didn't get to say his final thoughts. Um, Cal, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw over to you, mate. Do you have anything that you would like to finish off with? Oh, not really. Let's just say this week, it's a tough week for fantasy. Um, listen to your heart and trust your gut, I suppose, with your trades because it's a very um, seesawing week. There's a lot that you can say, I'm going to keep this bloke. There's a lot that are going to say, I'm going to sell this bloke. It's it's a very difficult week. And whatever decision you make, um, hopefully we've helped you uh, with your decision. If not, best of luck to you with your decisions. Um, oh, fingers crossed, yeah, that you can have a, a great week of fantasy. Try and um, climb those ranks yep. and get into the top thousands and I'll see you there. All right. So just wrapping that up, listen to your heart, follow your gut and enjoy your weekend of footy. That's it. Bingo.